News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Before all that, though, ain't you leader uh, Padder Tobin has called on the Minister for Health to urgently convene an independent inquiry into the cause of excess deaths in the state. It comes after it was revealed to him that the number of excess deaths for each month in the past year was higher than the average number of deaths during the last three years prior to COVID-19. Anthony Staines, Professor of Health Systems at the School of Nursing and Human Sciences in DCU, joins us. Anthony, are you puzzled by this? What's behind this increase in excess debt numbers? It isn't clear exactly what's going on because there are two European sources of excess debt data and they're telling slightly different stories. One is what the, the one that uh, Deputy Tobin is mentioning, and the other is a project called Euromomo, which is what the Department of Health use. I read the Department of Health's response to the parliamentary question, and it doesn't address the questions to which of those it believes, uh, nor does it address the questions to why they're different. According to Eurostat, there's around a 13% excess death rate in Ireland now across all ages. According to Euromomo, there, there really isn't much sign of anything going on. That's partly related to the fact that they're measuring slightly different things and they're using slightly different sources of data. One of the things that rocked me in my heels was that uh, really a throwaway comment in the PQ that the source of deaths for uh, Eurostat is web scraped from web scraping from RIP.ie but from, done by the CSO, not death registrations. Now, RIP.ie is a great service and does amazing work, but it's not a substitute for official death registration. And I, I think the fact that we don't know what's going on is, is un, almost completely unacceptable. In, in many countries in Europe, there are several different measures of population health which are updated all the time, death being one, sickness absence being one, various other measures of health service use being one, and all of this is public information made readily available, analysed and interpreted by the Department of Health. Okay. That's the case in the UK, Germany, other places. It's so not bottom, line, bottom line, we're saying we don't have the information we should have here. Why is that important, Anthony? It's important because we're spending uh, over £20 billion on health services, the health service that is currently looking for an extra €2 billion. Euros. So we're spending an enormous amount of money in health services, but we're not getting the information we need. Every organization in the business does a great deal of work to understand what it's doing, who's watching it, who's using their services. We're not doing that in this enormous business of healthcare. And as a result of that, the, the way we've designed our healthcare system isn't working terribly well. So we see enormous queues for services. We see people waiting in trolleys. Okay. We see a very underfunded general practice primary uh, care can, can I come back to the excess debt figures? And I accept, look, you're a professor of health systems, you deal in data and in facts. But in the absence of that, is it your instinct, uh, just that you've seen the limited data, that there is excess debts at the moment? Do you have a theory as to why that may be? At the moment, I think there probably is a modest excess of debts looking at the two sets of data and kind of squinting. 
uh, there's certainly something to look at. There, there, there is a lot of COVID around, which is producing relatively small numbers of deaths because we have vaccines, and the vaccines are making an extraordinary difference. There's a health service which is buckling at the seams, and we've seen in the UK this contributes to excess deaths as well. So I, I think there's reason to believe there might be a small number of excess deaths I don't think the excess reported by Eurostat is, is likely to be c- correct. I mean, that does seem a little high, but I don't know. You know, okay. I, I really don't know. I don't have a crystal ball on this. And I guess I, we should know. We shouldn't be having this discussion. We should be, be able to say, it's this. And that, that's the end of the story. Yeah, no, fair point, fair point. Uh, listen, just finally, before we let you go, um, you mentioned COVID there. What is the st- status in relation to a COVID inquiry? And are you frustrated that it is yet to happen? There's no sign of a COVID inquiry, so we're we're not taking the opportunity to learn from what happened with our own uh, our own pandemic response. We did some stuff that was really good, and we made some serious mistakes. And right now, it, God forbid, there is another pandemic. But if there was another pandemic started next week, we are not one step further forward in being ready for it. So we need to learn from what what went right and what went wrong with COVID, so that whenever this happens again, and I hope it won't be for many, many years, but whenever it happens again, we have a better response in place. Anthony Staines, Professor of Health Systems at the School of Nursing and Human Sciences in DCU. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk.